on, everybody? This is Ron and Nick's Rundown, the first Ron and Nick's Rundown of the new year, and the first Ron and Nick's Rundown of the decade. My brother, unfortunately, is not here with me. He's uh, got some business to attend to, so I'll be doing this one solo, and obviously this will be an entire NFL podcast, and it is that time of year. The NFL postseason is here. We have a lot to talk about, but first, let's talk about some coaching hires that's been going on in NFL recently. Obviously, Ron Rivera hired by the Redskins, which was a good choice, but as long as Daniel Steiner's there and there's no GM, who knows what this roster's going to look like. He's already putting in plenty of his former coaches from the Panthers in place, including Scott Turner today, who is the offensive coordinator of the Redskins. Now, let's move on to the three big hires, of the three big hires, excuse me, Mike McCarthy to the Cowboys. That, uh, that took place. much and he's done a, did a great job with the Packers but unfortunately he did fall apart in the last in the, he did fall apart last season losing to the Cardinals and of course he got fired but of course he had to wait a whole season to figure out what he would do next he hired a bunch of people to pretty much see what he can change with his coaching philosophy I will say this about the Cowboys uh but of course they got they wanted a guy with head coaching experience they did get that um, I'm not sure what's got, what's going to happen with uh, the Cowboys' offense. He has a good roster. Let me say that. They have a very good roster. And this team should have been in the playoffs this year. But they failed, obviously, which is inexcusable. Again, with two bad teams, the Redskins and the Giants and the Eagles all banged up, and they still couldn't figure out a way to make the playoffs. And they only beat a team with a winning record only once, which is very, very unfortunate and definitely disgraceful on the Dallas Cowboys' part. But we will see how that goes with Dallas, Mike McCartney, Mike McCarthy, excuse me. Um, I think we'll do a good job. I don't know what this will mean for Ezekiel Elliott, but he better use Ezekiel Elliott. He better use his backs in this offense compared to the backs he had when he was in Green Bay. That's for sure. Now, as for the next two hires, Matt Rule from Baylor, who did a great job with Baylor, turned that program around, went from 11-1 his first year, and then this season became a runner-up. In the Big 12 Championship, and unfortunately losing in the Sugar Bowl. But uh, did a great job turning the Baylor program around after a disgraceful and disgusting sexual assault culture with Art Briles and during the Art Briles era, which is absolutely disgusting. Um, we definitely will not get into that. Um, but yes, I think the Panthers uh, is definitely making a huge commitment, that's for sure. Seven years, $60 million, with incentives that go up to $70 million. And he, and by average year salary, he's the sixth six highest paid coach in the NFL. I'm not quite sure what this will mean for the future. I personally think Cam Newton will not be there. Just my opinion. Um, now, if they don't get decided, if they decide not to get a quarterback, that's the they decide not to get a quarterback in the NFL draft. They may want to, but uh, I don't see Cam Newton coming back. Um, depending on what kind of culture that they want, if they really are ready to rebuild this team. They have to have Matt Rule, obviously, do his thing, have the players that he wants. Chris McCaffrey, you need to make him happy. It is going to be interesting for the Panthers, that's for sure. Um, as for the Giants, they hired Patriots special teams coach and wide receiver coach Joe Judge. Now, nobody knows this guy. Nobody. And I don't blame any of you asking, who is he? Well, he did win three championships under Bill Belichick and two under Nick Saban in Alabama. So there you go. That's two year two. Of the best coaches in NFL history, well, football history, 
I mean, it, it is what it is. He does have the championship experience. But, yes, he is a specialty as a wide receivers coach. There's people who like him. People who love him. Um, they like how tough he is. He's a tough guy. Um, he is going to have to get an offense coordinator um, to help out Daniel Jones. And that, what a better person they can try to interview, I guess, <laughs> than Jason Garrett. Listen, we seem no better than Jason Garrett. After nine and a half years that they've seen with him, they want to they possibly want to hire him as offense coordinator. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, I'll say that. I'll say this. Uh, I don't know what to expect for the Giants. Uh, I think a lot of people expect them to uh, continue to uh, not be a good football team. I don't know what, like I said, I don't know what to expect from Joe Judge. Um, this will be a very interesting situation for somebody that nobody knows, and especially in the New York market. Good luck to him. It's, he's definitely going to need it. Let's now discuss the NFL Rooney Rule, if that is still a real thing. I, I don't think it's still a real thing. I don't think uh, these NFL owners really give a damn about this NFL Rooney Rule at this point. Uh, it's pretty much was, was a scapegoat interview for, us, for, the, for them to hey, say, hey, we interviewed a minority coach. We did our part, but we're going to hire the white coach that we want. There's only four minority coaches right now in the rest of the league, which compiles of 32 teams, are white. And the Browns haven't hired their coach yet. But there definitely is a big problem to me in NFL right now. And black coaches should be angry. They should be absolutely frustrated that the ones that bust their ass year after year after year in the positional positions. If they And if they want a head coaching job, they should get a head coaching job. Because they've earned it. But of course, we get a lot of coaches that are one year, you know, a lot of coaches hired in college um, who get jobs. And get paid billions of dollars. I'm just saying, these guys have NFL coaching experience. And you have a lot of players that are black in NFL. Okay? There's no reason whatsoever why there aren't more minority coaches in NFL. It's, to me, it's just absolutely weird. Not weird. But it's absolutely um, pretty disgraceful, to be honest with you. I think we need to have... I'm not saying that NFL coaches should... Hire a black person. We need that they should be pressured to hire a black person. But we need a campaign that black coaches. There are good black coaches out there in this country, and I think they definitely deserve a chance, especially in the NFL, to be head coaches. I mean, they definitely are good, just as good leaders as white coaches, and they definitely deserve their their shot. Um, who knows how many more minority coaches we will have? But something does have to be done with this because the Rooney rule is definitely not working. It's not working and by the day NFL owners are gonna hire who they want. Let's just be real. We don't know I'm not sure how many more binary coaches we'll have in another year or two, but something's gotta get done because black coaches I feel need to be treated better as far as the interview process is concerned. And that, and I think for and to be honest with you, it's time to figure this out. Let's now talk about these NFL wildcard games that happened this past weekend. We'll definitely start with the Texans defeating the Bills 22-19. Texans will now go on to face the Chiefs in the AFC Divisional Round. And let's just say the Bills, I thought we were going to win this game uh, after the first half. I thought I was getting ready to rip Bill O'Brien apart after this game. I was ready for him to be in the hot seat. But 
after the Bills went up 16 to nothing, um, thanks to JJ Watt's sack on Josh Allen, which forced the Bills to go up 16 to nothing. They could have gone up at least a lot more. I thought Bills, the Bills definitely missed some huge opportunities in the second half to extend this lead. But of course, Deshaun Watson definitely showed that he had the playoff experience. Josh Allen showed that he would, this was his playoff debut. To me, he looked scared and looked very, very nervous under pressure. As for Sean Watson, they were down 16 other and Sean Watson ran a 20-yard touch, a 20-yard touchdown, and then ran in a two-point conversion to trail 16 to eight. Kami Fairbane, I hope I definitely said that right. 41-yard field goal, 16-11. Sean Watson then had a pass to Carlos Hyde, and then converted on another two-point conversion. This one to Andre Hopkins, and they took the 19-16 lead. Then the Bills obviously kicked the field goal. Steve Haskell kicked the field goal to send overtime, but it was Deshaun Watson. Broke two. The biggest play game for me was Deshaun Watson. He broke two tackles and then found Tawan Jones and, and a catch and go for 34 yards. And then after that, Fairbank kicked a 28-yard field goal for the win. Um, I thought it was an amazing job by the, uh, the Texans, They especially their most important playmakers. They won the game when they had to, and, and especially Deshaun Watson. What an amazing job he did. He stepped up when his team needed it. Um, and they definitely need it badly because if they lost this game, this would have been catastrophic for them and it would have been catastrophic for Bill O'Brien. And I definitely think this was a huge win. Like I said, this was definitely a great, of course, a huge win, a great comeback win for the Texans. Now they have to place the Chiefs, who they defeated earlier this year at Arrowhead Stadium. But I will say this. Is I am looking forward to Deshaun Watson versus Patrick Holmes. That is going to be an amazing quarterback matchup. Um, I'm definitely looking at Looking to see what the Chiefs will do. The Chiefs defense is, is far better now than they were when they played against Houston um, earlier this season. It's going to be an amazing football. It's going to be a great football game. Um, I know J.J. Watt being back definitely helps big time. It definitely helps their pass rush because their pass rush isn't very great without him. Uh, with him and Whitney Marcellus, I expect them to make some plays. But I definitely think the Chiefs will go on to win this football game. I don't expect the Chiefs to lose to the Texans twice at Arrowhead State, at Arrowhead, this year. I don't see it happening. I definitely like the um, the Chiefs to defeat the Texans this weekend. Now let's talk about another uh, huge game in AFC that happened. Obviously, the Patriots losing to the Titans. That's the biggest storyline, I guess. <laughs> Titans defeating the Patriots 20-13. to uh, Tom Brady, I didn't think, looked so great, to be honest with you. Obviously, the biggest story to me was Derrick Henry. 34 carries, 182 yards. That was 204 yards total. And he ran in for a touchdown, I guess, with a top ranked defense, the top-ranked defense in the NFL. And, of course, uh, Tom Brady, 20-37, um, 209 yards. No touchdown passes. He threw a pick six to Logan Ryan late in the game. Of course, you got to make a from, – from his own one. Obviously, it's a play that um, – obviously, he has to make plays. Um and it's going to happen. I mean, you're going to throw a pick six. I mean, think big six are going to happen when you're trying to make plays towards the end of the game, trying to get your team back. But my moment of the game was definitely the the Patriots failing to score a touchdown with three runs at the Tennessee one, the two, and the one-yard line, which was absolutely stunning to me. They could have actually took this lead, but unfortunately, they couldn't even score. They couldn't score in their own in the in their own one, they have all their backs, which is absolutely insane to me. And I think 
Tom Brady, and Tom Brady had an awful, like I said, Tom Brady was 7 or 21 to his receivers in this game. His backs were very important, but fortunately, yeah, the pages definitely came up short. Titans did well. Sorry for my voice. Derrick Henry yeah, definitely uh, wore the, the defense down. That's pretty much the bottom line. Wore defense, defense down. Um, he definitely deserved all the free drinks <laughs> and all the rewards. Any type of award he would have after a huge game like that. Titans definitely played well. And the Patriots offense definitely had some issues there um, late in the game. The receivers are not very good. It's been pretty much the same problems that they've had the last several weeks. And this is why first-round buys is very important because obviously losing the Dolphins is going to cost them big time. And now they'll be home, figure out what if, and now the Patriots will see what happens with Tom Brady this offseason. Tom Brady is not ready to retire just yet, but will he still be with the Patriots? I say yes. If he comes back, I think he will. Because right now I don't know if Josh McDaniels will even get the Browns job. It's the only, the only NFL job available, and they may not hire him. So if I, I definitely think Brady... If he decides to go, he'll definitely be back with New England. But New England's going to need a lot of help. They're going to definitely need some um, receivers to help his old ass out. Because at this point, their dynasty is over. But the Titans, let's talk about them. They're playing the Ravens on Sunday. No, excuse me, on Saturday. And I definitely expect the Ravens to win this game. I don't think Titan Hill will be a huge factor at all. I expect the Ravens to dominate against the Titans. I think their running game will be much stronger than the Titans. Lamar Jackson... Mark Ingram are both going to, um, I think, will both dominate the Titans' defense. And I think uh, Lamar Jackson will definitely attack their pass defense for sure. Um, it's going to be a difficult matchup for them, but I definitely expect the Ravens to move on and head to the AFC Championship game. Well, everyone, let's now recap the NFC wildcard games. Let's talk about the Vikings defeat the Saints 26-20. This is all about Kirk Cousins' moment in overtime. They said he couldn't win the big games. He did. Kirk Cousins threw for 43 yards to Adam Thielen at the New Orleans 2. And then, a couple plays later, Cousins threw a 4-yard tight end fade to Kyle Rudolph for a 4-yard touchdown pass to seal the victory in overtime. I know uh, they they probably think that P.J. Williams uh, was pushed off by Kyle Rudolph. They're not going to call that an offense pass. To me, it wasn't even blatant enough. So, the Vikings definitely won this game. Choices 20, and good, for, and good for Kirk Cousins, man. Good for him to have in this playoff moment. He definitely earned it. He's been in the league for quite some time, and I'm glad he was able to get that, especially on the road against a great team, New Orleans Saints. The Vikings will now play the 49ers this weekend, and I will say is that game um, is going to be very interesting. I think deep, both defensive fronts is definitely going to be a match to keep an eye on with their offensive line. Um, I think it will be a closer game than people think. I think uh, Dalvin Cook is definitely going to be a big part of the Vikings, and uh, if they, and I think if he can wear down the 49ers defense, the Vikings can have a pretty decent shot. But I think the 49ers are definitely going to be a team. You know, it, it's pretty interesting. There's, there's days they're dominant, and there's games, there's games they're going to play pretty close, and they're not going to, um, you know, they're probably going to play a level of competition. But in this case, I think the 49ers will be fired up. I think the 49ers will. Defeat the Vikings in a very close game. Like I said, it's going to be a closer game than people think. I think people will be on the edge of the seats. I think the Vikings do have a chance to win this game. But I think the 49ers will edge them. Will just, just edge them in a close football game. And I'm taking the Vikings, excuse me, the 49ers excuse me, to beat the Vikings this weekend. Now, 
far as Drew Brees, I know this is uh, his contract is came up as well. Matter of fact, all three quarterbacks are free agents this uh, this summer for the Saints. Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater, and Taysom Hill, for that matter. I definitely don't think Drew Brees is going to go away. I think Drew Brees will be back at least one more season, uh, especially how uh, poor. I didn't even think he, he played that well, to be honest with you. He did have two turnovers. He had a big one that threw a deep pass to Tank Kid Jr., but it was picked off by Anthony Harris in the first half. And that led to Cook's first touchdown. The, excuse me. I'm sorry. That definitely led to Cook's first touchdown of the game. The five-yard touchdown. It'll Excuse me, in a five-yard touchdown run, I'm getting all tongue-tied. <laughs> and the Vikings were up 13 to 10. And obviously, a second turnover, less than five minutes left in the fourth quarter. And Daniel Hunter strip sacks Breeze, and Jalen Holmes recovers it on their own 36. So it was definitely a uh, pretty tough day for for Breeze. Uh, but the fourth quarter, they did rally to tie it in the fourth quarter. But obviously, it was Kirk Cousins who sealed it in this game. Uh, definitely a huge game. Uh, definitely um, unfortunate for the Saints. They've now lost the last three playoff games on the final play of the game. Um, I tell you, this team, to me, has underachieved quite a bit. I think the Saints should have been at least in the Super Bowl at least last year. So we'll see um, what will happen with the Saints going forward. It's going to be interesting what they do this offseason, but I, I expect, personally, that Drew Brees to be back. Now, for the final wild card game to talk about uh, the Seahawks and the Eagles, and it, it really isn't much to talk about in this game, but unfortunately, Carson Wentz did go down, and the, obviously the Seahawks defeat the Eagles 17-9, and they will face my Packers in the NFC Divisional Round on Sunday. Carson Wentz did leave the game in the, in the, after only the second series when a helmet out hit from Jadavia Clowney. They knock him out of the game, and in came 40-year-old Josh McCown. And Josh McCown didn't really play that bad. Unfortunately, he just couldn't get his touchdowns. I mean, they're all banged up at this point. And I thought the Eagles season pretty much had that. Matter of fact, McCown got sacked six times. Six six times and he kept fighting. He kept, and it was still a close football game. But uh, it was definitely a huge win for uh, the Seahawks, obviously. Uh, Russell, as far as the Eagles are concerned, I think the Eagles season had to be over. It definitely had to be over. It was not, everyone was getting banged up. Everyone was getting injured, left and right. Um, there was more players that were going to be destined to be injured, and as hard as they played, I, I, the Eagles season just had to end. They had to get healthy somehow and get ready for next season. As the Seahawks, their defense, like I said, I thought they played, played well. They have seven sacks total. Uh, DK Metcalf was definitely a huge, port, huge, huge part of the Seahawks offense. Seven catches, 160 yards of touchdown, including a 50-yard touchdown catch from Russell, uh, from Russell Wilson. Uh, Marshawn Lynch ran a five-yard touchdown run, and I thought the Seahawks looked good, uh, at least good enough to beat the Eagles. Um, not that not a very dominant performance, but uh, they definitely will now to go back on the road and play the Packers this Sunday. We know crazy things are happening when these two teams play. But defensively, I don't know what kind of which Packers defense is going to show up. We should be ready uh, at least, uh, I, and I'm hoping Aaron Rodgers will be a much better Aaron Rodgers than I've seen against the Lions. I was not happy with it the Packers at all a couple weeks ago against Detroit Lions. They will be much better. They'll be a much better they better be a much better football team um, coming up on Sunday. I know Russell Wilson obviously is the guy to keep an eye on. Um, I think we'll do we'll be okay against the running backs. I know Travis Homer and Marshall Lynch 
we'll see. It's gonna be a very, very long, very long. It's gonna be a very long three hours um, for me to wait, but I'm definitely looking forward to this matchup. All right, one, but this is uh, Ron Nick's rundown. A great recap of everything that happened this uh, NFL week. Uh, definitely had a solo. Hopefully, uh, Nick will be back with me next week. Thank you all for listening to Ronix Rundown, and I uh, hope you all at least enjoyed it. I'm <laughs> doing this very late on a Wednesday night. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you all listen to it next time.